0: Asian Girl Squad, we're the Asian girls that your mama wants you to bring home and we're the friends that are always down to get some boba. It's your host Tiffany, and, and I'm Erica. Erica. Tiffany here, Yay. let's get started. Welcome to our first episode of Asian Girl Squad. We are super excited to start this journey and have you ride alone. Yo. <laughs> what up Erica? What's up? Welcome. Who is Erica? Oh wow! are <laughs> like
1: Who is Erica? Tell yeah. me about
0: me. Who is Erica? <laughs> I would say Erica is super fun, super bubbly, and she is always down for a good time. It makes you laugh, and she just like, is the best evening partner <laughs> ever. Yeah, she
1: loves and she loves boxing. She loves all the spots and things, and she's the only person who go to. First, with me, we do their. What do we do? <laughs> a scavenger hunt. Yes, and tip to stay on her deck. and you are exposing me like I was like. Two <laughs> seconds. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's
0: very active. She loves to have fun and do some jumping jacks right before this podcast. Yeah, she's she's an awesome person. Thanks.
1: So, Erica, what do you think about TC Tiffany? Mr. Why do we
0: have so many nicknames when we clearly know
1: that I'm number one here? No, there's no number one here. There's no number two either here. <laughs> Maybe she's <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. It. How, uh, <laughs> like, you have been known her for longer
0: than I do. So, like, yeah. yeah. What's the tea? What is the tea on TV?
2: <laughs> 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 nothing to say about Tiffany is literally. The most thoughtful, most overthinking, <laughs> true, most uh, fashionable, fun girl that I know that I can always like talk to. Um, who's there to just cuddle and watch movies when she like doesn't even watch half the
0: time, or the other half the time she's asking a hundred questions Shut for up. every scene. Um, <laughs> Same thing. Best person to get noodles with. Yes. Nudes all day. Nudes all day. Nudie. Yeah. yeah. I think Tiffany is furry. Oh, I thought we were describing you. Yeah. It's okay. Oh me? I what? haven't described oh, you. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me about myself. I like hearing about myself. My <laughs> first
1: impression to this girl is like. She's,
0: uh... No. <laughs>
1: So I think she's a very fun girl, and she's a best partner to travel with because she will plan everything for you. True. <laughs> I agree. Go on. Even though she's <laughs> not on the trip with me, she will plan it for me. Oh. So I save some time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Her own personal travel
1: agent. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, she always brings me some good food, introduced us and best partner of foodies. I still want to go to New York with her to get some noodles and some desserts.
2: Yeah. Tiff is like sister, mom, babysitter, (laughs) all the above. Somebody who is very responsible, period. Okay. Yes. But,
1: so, now, yeah. like, i say, all your good things about you. Tell me some about me. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> you just make me realize how important it is to stop and smell the roses because you always ask me why, or, like, what is this? Or, like, you know, you always, like, ask me to explain things to you, and I think as an like as any other human being like we're all always like on the go 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 and then for somebody to ask you like why or like what is this it makes me appreciate it so much more and i always value like your innocence okay okay First time you hear that i'm
1: innocent
2: <laughs> you look very innocent oh, thank you <laughs> you don't think you're innocent um, she has those big like owl eyes and the little blushy <laughs> <your> cheeks <laughs> very hk girl okay HK girl. <laughs> you don't think you're a hong kong girl hong kong is my home that's
0: what you always say
1: <laughs> that's true though hong kong is my home
0: yeah but yeah, I do. I think it really makes me appreciate
1: a lot of things in life because of YouTube. Thank you for answering all my questions then. Next. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today?
0: So today we're going to talk about Asian identity. I don't think we've ever had this kind of conversation before, right? Not that deep. Yeah. So just maybe surface. <laughs> so we're going to get deep today. So I'm Cantonese and we're we're actually all, I think what's really interesting is that we all look very different and we all kind of have the similar same background. we all went to the same college, but we've never met each other until after college, except for Uh, Erica, I knew Erica before. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as somebody who's Asian, um, it took me a really long time to identify being with being Chinese, being Asian. So we just want to talk about that and see how other people relate and how I want to know about you guys. It was like, when was the first time you realized your identity as Asian or Chinese? Or like, when did you realize like you were different? Maybe when other people, like, identified me as Asian before I identified myself as Asian. So, like, like how old, like, you were
1: realized then? Like, were you, like, in the kindergarten or, like, were you in the school? Then you realize, oh, because I see the other, like, identity people, like, then you realize,
0: oh, I'm different?
2: Yeah. Um, I think for me, uh, when I realized I was different was when I went to elementary school in the North End, and uh, the North End is, like, this Italian neighborhood community in Boston, and I went to school with a lot of Italians, and, you know, looking around, I definitely didn't see anyone that looked like me or anyone else who had like black hair like black long hair and uh yellow skin um mm-hmm. except for this one person and uh he was my classmate named ty and you know the saying or that little rhymery you know, where like kids make fun of you for being with each other <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about
0: yeah. it was, you know what time goes k-i-s-s-i-n-g out uh, comes okay. love out oh, comes marriage, marriage then comes a in the k- baby care. So like they would sing that song between me and Ty and I didn't get why until like, thinking about it. It was because we we're both Asian uh, and I didn't like that,
2: but obviously I didn't really get why. So that definitely confused me. Um, but I think that was my first time realizing that, uh, Asian was part of my identity or part of like, who I am and definitely growing up, like I didn't like being Asian or wanted to
0: be tied to like um, Chinese food or. So kind of going off of that, like you grew up in the city. Mm -hmm. So what was that kind of like, you think of the city, it's so diverse and stuff like that. So you didn't
2: go to
0: a school that was very diverse.
2: Yeah, no, I didn't go to a school that was very diverse. However, I did become part of like a church community that was primarily Asian. And uh-huh. how did that make you feel? Uh, I felt, that made me feel good. I felt like I was accepted. I felt like I saw people who looked like me, who identified like me, learn more about myself and like learn about my community. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was definitely who would eat chassis pan. Um, and I felt like it was okay to eat chassu pan. Yeah. <laughs> to York and like all that normal stuff it
0: was normal you know like tofu Mm -hmm. stinky tofu so like before college
1: like in high school middle school you still feel like you're not sure like you don't want to accept that
0: or like it sounds like you like felt more comfortable once you joined that church
2: group yeah 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 Yeah, it was like a a slope upwards definitely like from a little little tiny egg to elementary school I definitely did not want to identify as Asian I did not want to eat Chinese food didn't want to like have and then it wasn't until like Joined the uh, Chinese church in Chinatown. I want to say point. it was like in high school, yeah. And uh, I got to see like um, a group of like Asian people every Friday and Sunday for church. Yeah, and that like definitely like helped me a lot to like know who I am and like know my community and like the fact that it was in that center of Chinatown was pretty awesome too. And then like knowing that I wanted to continue this community uh, in college was important. And I want to say after college, you know, starting in uh, my career, I think. Um, there's definitely some wonky parts to it, like knowing my identity in the in the workforce. Um, but now that I've kind of climbed the ladder, like I'm I'm like really, really proud of like who I am and like understanding my identity even more. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <It's a> little... <laughs> <laughs> right, no, beautiful. We're still getting surface. we not so yet. <laughs> That's just a little touch. <laughs> so like yeah, that kind of helped me not a linear path of like who I
0: am. Well, I think it's always like a roller coaster. Plus, like when you're in, like in grade school, kids are so mean. So regardless of like what your identity is, like you could be the majority and you can still feel um, some type of struggle with your identity. How about you? Specifically, because you didn't come to America mm-hmm. until you were like in your twenties. Yeah,
1: so I basically grew up and raised in like from Hong Kong. So different from you two is like I am like starting my life in the like with the majority of the city. So everyone there basically is like Asian. Mm-hmm. So like when you see on walking on the street, it will be like eye-catching, like when you see, oh my god, it's foreigner, like they have different color skin color like that. For me, like I probably realized that I'm Asian until like when I be 12 or 13 years old like that, because you will be like hang out outside more, then you're not just in school, home like that. Then you reach out to the world and then you can see like, oh, like there are different foreigners in a city then you realize that you're different from them and you're Asian. But like, I, of course, like, because I grew up in with all Asian there and Chinese there. So like, I don't, I, I of course feel comfortable with that but like when you see someone like with blonde hair and then you will feel like oh they're special like that they're just like a star like that so that's why like I don't feel that like I'm different like I would see that we are different but like I feel very comfortable because I I grew up with the majority like that Mm -hmm. yeah
0: did you feel comfortable because like the foreigners were like tourists like you kind of Hong Kong is kind of a very touristy Mm -hmm. yeah they're
1: tourists and then like of course
0: like some people like live and like work
1: there like that it's still like so rare to see those people usually because like oh my god they look so different Mm -hmm. like compared to us like because their hair color is different their eyes color is different like that and usually they're pretty like cute and those things and then you're like wow they're like a princess you see in Disney or something like that it's like that's that's, that's how you have the stereotype from there. So your judgment of foreigners is yeah. from like movies? Yeah, like from movie, like from cartoon like that. When I was kid, I think. Mm. So, but when you see in person, probably like when I grew up, like a figure like that.
0: You're like, no. You're not like a movie <laughs> star. So, but then like when you came to America, like how did you feel? Like now you're, you're mm-hmm. the opposite. You're not the majority. You're the Minority, yeah. So like, okay. Um, before I moved to um, America, I feel like, oh,
1: I thought. Hong Kong is a pretty direct city already, like for international city like that. And then you can see like many foreigners in the city. But like you thought, oh, um, I've seen enough like to, how do you say, to um, be like comfortable. Like, like, so, like, yeah, so, yeah, some background to it,
0: right? Right, yeah,
1: right. And then like when I came here and i become minority like that, and then like a little bit different and depressed at the beginning, because from majority to a minority is a huge difference because you're not speaking your the language you're comfortable with, like that, mm-hmm. and then like I'm not really like good at in the conversation in English as well at that time. So when I came here, I was so surprised, like, oh wow, like there are more different there's
0: more movie stars, <laughs> yeah, like more diversities here.
1: Like, um, so many like um, Latinos, white, and the Africans, like that, it's really opened my eyes, like, wow, like it could many people like i was just living in like a small world before mm-hmm. like a
0: bubble yeah
1: like i thought I, I had enough but actually it's not the world is bigger like i can see more when i try to explore more mm-hmm. in america like that mm-hmm. but at the same time but from the majority to become a minority, there's a lot of challenges from there as well. Mm -hmm. So you will try and to be like protect your identity as well. To show people that okay, you're Asian, but you can still do the same thing as the majority like that. Mm -hmm.
0: So, Mm. did you choose to come to America or like how did you end up deciding that you were going to come to the US? So,
1: um, most of the reasons I'm coming, I chose to come here because of um, studying.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: um, for the stereotype, like from Hong Kong, like you would think that, oh, if you still study abroad, you always have like a bright future like that it always like you have a better education compared to a local university
0: mm-hmm.
1: so like that's why like i got a chance to come here so it's like of course a yes and like i always want to come here as well and say why not because i never been to america boston mm-hmm. like that so, I so. yeah well, i didn't expect that are that many challenge at the beginning like, like be- before i come like when i came here and i didn't even like prepare anything at all
0: like you I'm time, just like okay. I feel like I'm it's like a traveling yeah, yeah I'm just like oh I'm
1: going to like a trip
0: uh-huh. but this is like a longer <laughs> trip that's it did you feel like you had culture shock when you came yes
1: definitely yeah. While well, in school, I do meet a lot of, like, there are a big group of, like, Asian and Chinese people there, so, like, I would feel like, oh, like, so then I know that there are people, like, Asian people there, then I would feel more comfortable, like, I can easily make friends with and then, like, just be, be yeah, be myself there, like, that I don't have, like, a much more culture shock there. Um, because I at that time I just been here like two years and then like I'm still getting used to, the, to American culture. Mm-hmm. yeah but like i feel like it prepares me to see like what will i what kind of people will i meet in the future mm-hmm. so while there like how to talk nicely because like how asian talk to asian is in different way yeah
0: everyone always says at the restaurant, are you guys yelling but like we're just talking No, yeah, we're just talking like how asian talks
1: a little bit like when the foreigner hear that, would will think that, oh my God, you guys are rude. Um, are you guys okay? Are you guys fighting like that? But actually we're not. Like this is just like how, the way Asian communicate. It's like so passionate. Yeah, and then like, and therefore direct and stuff like that. More in American culture, like um, you cannot use the same way to do that. Then people would think that you're rude, like you're not being appropriate like that. How about you? Me? So, like, both of you, because both of you are, like, born in America, and then you are living, like, in this, like, community, like, with Americans, most likely. So, like, how
0: do you, when do you, like, start? Um, yeah, so I grew up in the suburbs, 40s, yeah. right? and it was probably, like, a 3% Asian. I know that it was a struggle for me to be accepted to any kind of preschool class, because I couldn't speak English because I grew up in a household where we only spoke Cantonese. So then I went to grade school and I feel like I speak pretty good English now, but it wasn't until I think middle school when I had my first boyfriend that there was something different about me because, you know, it was back in the day when there was MySpace. So we broke up and then I went on his MySpace and there was like a blurb in his profile that said like have you ever cheated on your girlfriend and then his response to that was I cheated on my girlfriend but she was Asian so it doesn't count <laughs> like something so stupid well, like me. <laughs> yeah he was basically saying because I was Asian so it doesn't matter if he cheated on me. like it didn't count yeah. as cheat, but he did cheat on me yeah so, um, uh, how old were you at the time when you found out that? I think I was like in the sixth grade. So it's like, well, is it? I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know the grade yeah. or the ages. But I, that's like when I really started to feel like I was different mm-hmm. because I think in that moment I felt attacked. Like I mm. felt like it, that was targeted towards me because I knew he wasn't with anybody else other than Mm. me or at least I didn't think so because then all of a sudden he cheated so you know but after that I just like decided that I didn't want to be associated with Mm -hmm. being Asian um I think I struggled a lot and even like going to a different high school from middle school I was too Asian for the white people but I was too white for Asian people that makes sense. So I like did it. I was like, I would identify myself as like a floater. Like I had a lot of different friends in each friend group, but I remember when high school started, I went to a new high school. It was like two middle schools blended in. So everybody technically was new, Mm -hmm. but everybody had their friend group from their previous middle school, but I didn't. And there was, like, no type of, like, introduction of, like, hey, like, she's new to town, um, show her around kind of thing. So I kind of had to make my own friends. And I remember a shout-out to Solomon. He did come out to me on the first day of school, and he's Cambodian, and he came and said hi, and, like, if I needed anything, he would show me around. So it was really appreciative that somebody with, like, a familiar face was so open and being able to give me this real goodbye. So I think that's, like, when I started to really realize that it's just a person. Like, it doesn't matter if they're Asian or just human. Yeah. And we all just want to interact with each other. So I think growing up in the suburbs where there is all majority of white people, I never really got that eye-opening experience to see that it's okay to be who I am because that little bubble that I was living in isn't what my world has to be. I think it was probably by the time that I was graduating and thinking about like what my next steps were in my life that I realized, said I have an advantage by being who I am because I can bring so much more to the table by a different perspective like I have a minority view like I can speak for myself and like how I feel in certain situations and I think this whole process of figuring out who I am has brought so much advantage and I just love being Asian now. Like we're on a podcast talking about our experiences. Yeah, Asians rule so Asian's real exactly so but now like yeah like all of my closest girlfriends now are Asian which I would have never thought that when I was in middle school the only thing that I don't got are Asian guy friends so any Asian guys out there that want to be my friend hit me up but we'll talk about Asian guys in a future episode too absolutely that's my little story of how I figured out that I love being Asian. I love being Asian so much that I like wearing like all the outfits. What do you mean like, by all the outfits? Like the keypo and, and like the uh, Japanese
1: kimono. Yeah, I like love doing all that stuff. Okay, so before uh-huh. you said that before college, you you don't want to be identified as like, Asian. Uh-huh. So do you like to wear that before? No. Like, like you don't I, want to wear cheap, like
0: no. you don't want to look Asian. I didn't know. And I think I what was really hard for me was because, okay, my hair is lighter. Like, my natural hair is lighter. Mm -hmm. I was born blonde. So, like, I think the struggle that I had was, like, my mom and my dad would always make a joke saying, like, oh, we brought home the wrong baby because you look so light, you look so different. So, I thought, I always associated, like, myself as, like, not who I was supposed to be. And then, I don't know if it was, like, my siblings were trying to pick on me, but whenever we would get into a fight, they'd be like, oh, you're actually Mixed, I had a hard time like figuring out who I was because. Mm-hmm. I think as anybody that's, like, pretty young, it's, like, a teenager trying to figure out, like, yeah. you don't know who you are, but yeah. then you have, like, all these people influencing you, like, telling you, hey, you look different. Hey, like, you're mixed. Like, hey, like, this is what's happening. So it's, like, it wasn't until I really, like, was an adult before I figured it out, like, mm-hmm. that I am.
1: You're different. I am I,
0: different, and, yeah. it, and it is okay to be different. Yeah. And... Like my my identity and my Mm -hmm. individuality is what sets me apart from other people. So I think it's so funny because like you know when I was little I always wanted I remember I wish I was Italian so I could eat meatballs (laughs) and lasagna. Oh, you're Asian. I know, but I I was like, like, but I can still do that when I'm Asian. But I definitely was like very. You think differently when you're. Yeah, I was like
2: definitely. Thinking to do you wear that, Erica? Well, was I aware that she wanted to be Italian? Yes, no, 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 no. um <laughs> like, uh, that was like very
0: um like, culture. Yeah, would you wear like the you know how like for Chinese New Year, I always wear my Chinese yeah. new year outfit and yeah, stuff like that.
2: would you wear uh, like that? kick? Uh, my parents are very Americanized, so mm-hmm. like being in America, like we were like, I, I didn't really. Was able to identify with my culture Besides the fact, like, my family's Asian And, yeah. like, like, we eat Asian food Um, but so Americanized So I didn't know what a Komodo was I didn't know what a chi pow was I didn't know, like, the other oh, really? K-pop clothing Yeah uh, Peace sign um. <laughs> I mean, I do that now, but, like um, I mean, I definitely embrace it So, like, if, uh, if someone wants to give me a chi Pow Or a Komodo, yeah. I'll wear yeah. one right now But, but no, before, God, I like that before
1: like when you accept your identity like fully accept it you would not wear that uh, right no, no. you what, what what is your impression to that like when people like see you and they ask you oh why you're not wearing cheap how like what do you uh, <laughs>
2: if somebody's saying why are you wearing that yeah like not all Chinese people wear that oh my god
1: would <laughs> you have the wrong impression so you will feel attacked oh, when I yeah. say that yeah. Yeah, but now like you will like happy to do that like and you will be proud oh, to yeah, wear with that. With a lot of pride. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't know.
1: That makes sense.
0: Okay, so what about you? Like, did you grow? Did you grow up wearing that kind of stuff? So funny
1: things like for ti pao. Like uh, I was just wearing it in the Chinese when I was like kid, like mm-hmm. five. Four or five years old when you're really cute and I'm wearing that <laughs> so like but when you grew up you would not wear, want to wear that mm. and you would think that oh my god this is too cheesy like you know oh. and then like Ugh. you don't really love the culture when you grew up and then right. you would like be more you would be more leaning towards a foreigner culture at the time you want to be more like American European you know you want to like want to be some Something, Something different and like that Yeah Like that So like um, To be honest My first time seeing Tiffany Wearing tea In the office On oh, a Chinese yeah. studio day <laughs> I'm shocked like, What is this girl doing? You were
0: shocked
1: That I
0: wore that to work? Yeah. I like was so excited To wear it to work Exactly like, That's the difference
2: yeah. like, like me I would be nervous To wear it at work Exactly Right, right. Mm-hmm. You would be like worrying, like Okay this girl Has so much confidence <laughs> You can see that
1: and then she's so proud of her culture mm-hmm. I can see that like this is something I was like wow was like that, that's the day when I saw her I was like wow <laughs> <laughs> like my job a little bit dropped
0: <laughs> I didn't even know that uh, I don't even know you at that I time. Know, I this, this is, were we friends at that time?
1: no we were not <laughs> like, we just
0: that, that hey hey so so you just thought that this girl decided that she wanted to wear, wear this. Yeah, because this is, okay,
1: even though in Hong Kong,
0: uh-huh.
1: people would not wear that
0: <laughs> to
1: work. <laughs> like, this is, an, unless this is a costume party <laughs> or, like, a theme party like that. <laughs> like, because usually it's hip holiday like, or you are going to like, be in a patient like Miss Hong Kong. <laughs> like you usually would not wear that I was so excited to wear I know you are (laughs) and I was shocked I'm telling you so yeah like this is very different but like I would say I would wear kimono when I'm like in Japan like this is like an experience like that but I would not like definitely not wearing here in America Mm -hmm.
0: why Why do you think that? I don't know
1: like I don't want to get spotted I think maybe like also like because you are I am so I don't move here until like I'm 20 so I feel like I'm trying to show people that I'm trying to trying blend in, yeah, fit in the culture I don't want to be people like sick. although I know I'm different but I'm trying to be like not yeah, have that big right. difference like You're that.
0: You're trying to be American. Yeah. you trying to be an Asian ABC? An Asian. Uh-huh. Are you a, no. a no, I'm
1: HBC. She's Hong like, Kong God. born Chinese.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: I didn't know that about you guys. Like, I think we find
1: different um, ideas of each other, although we know each other for a while, but, like, yeah. Okay. And we have different feelings on different things too. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I'm so impressed with how you guys feel about being an Asian, which is like a little bit different than mine.
0: Well, shout out to all those people struggling with their identity. It gets better, mm-hmm. it's a roller coaster ride, like Erica said. There's a lot of ups, lots of downs, but buckle up. Because there's a community out there. going to accept you for who you are. That's life. See you next time. Bye -bye. Bye bye. Peace out. Thanks for watching. Check us out on our next episode.